Hello, friends. Welcome and greetings to Just Love Banky. Banky is me, and I'm the host. Now, what is this podcast? To be honest, I guess it's a challenge, a side project, an experiment, and、uh, I'm willing to share and explore information. You know, it's probably going to be pseudo knowledge here, as I learn to be a proper host. So let's begin. I guess、uh, I don't know where we were gonna go with this. I have taken notes, however, they are so confusing.、Um, I definitely have to do a better job <laughs> at taking down notes. But、uh, I've read a lot of books, so just thinking maybe I should just go into looking into the books that I have and kind of going over what I highlighted. I guess. So the book at the time, I guess we're looking into is "Trust Me, I'm Lying: Confessions of a Media Manipulator." This is written by Ryan Holiday.、Um, so I guess I at last accessed this January seven, twenty twenty, but I think I read it in twenty sixteen. So one of the first highlights, I've highlighted a bunch of these words that I have no idea. Um, I've seen them multiple times. Maybe at the end of the show we'll go over them, but <laughs> at this point in time, no, we'll just get into it. So one of the first highlights I have is the art of the bribe. Yep, that's all I highlighted. Honestly, I shouldn't add notes, <laughs> but I do like this no,、uh, this next highlight, which was、um, a quote. Sounds pretty interesting. Henry Kissinger: The reason the knives are so sharp online. Is because the pie is so small.、Um, honestly, I'm surprised he's still living. Is he still living? Let's look that up. No, he's dead. No, is he? Holy moly, he is alive. He's 96 years old. Holy moly, he's still alive. Yeah. Okay. Good for him. And、I guess one of the valid points is tell them what they want to hear. And then next, I guess it's a book because I used to do like blue for things I want to highlight, pink for like vocabs I want to add, and yellow was for later look up. Orange was things I want to buy, like if someone referred something, I would do that.、Um, so between facts and fiction, I guess is a book. Uh, give them what spreads is the next point, and then after that, I highlighted study the top stories at Dig or MSN. dot com, and you'll notice a pattern: the top stories all polarize people. If you make it threatening, people's three Bs. I wonder if you'll know the three Bs. B one is behavior. B two is belief. And B three is belongings. Yep. So those are the three Bs: behaviors, belief, and belongings, or belongings. Oh, I apologize.、Um, and then it says you get a huge virus-like dispersion. Ah,、uh, I haven't really read into MSN.com or Dig. I did like Dig back in the day, but I think if that just applies to all mass media publications, I should probably not. Ooh,、uh, next highlight is if it doesn't spread, it's dead, which is true, I guess.、Um, that's what you want, especially in the, where most of the industry is clickbait, not clickbait, but just click heavily focused on clicks.
uh, to get ad revenue. Uh, next highlight point is how much anger an article evokes. Emphasize mine. I will say it again. The most powerful predictor of what spreads online is anger. Is it any surprise that there is so much anger provoking? And then I guess after that, it's like the anger an article makes the reader the better. But happy works too. Um. So this is definitely true. Um, I've I've read a few other books recently, and they're definitely going to more detail about the outrage culture. But that makes sense, you know. You won't provoke anger. It's definitely an emotional, impulsive reaction to things. And then the next point is, but a huge part of sharing is being passionate about something, about shedding light on what really matters. The other day, I was on Facebook. I'm rarely on Facebook, but I had to verify a birthday. And Facebook's really good at that.、Um, however, I don't know. I, I I should really disable the newsfeed, but something popped up in newsfeed, and they were having debates. However, they were using debates with memes, like the graphic with captions. I was like, oh boy, that was crazy.、Um, next point is things must be negative, but not too negative. Hopelessness, despair, these drives us to do nothing. I guess because you'd be so bummer. Pity and empathy, those drive us to do something, like get up from our computers to act. Really, I don't know about that. Pity and empathy, they will get you from the computer. After reading it, yeah, I don't. Maybe to walk around the room, I don't know. But empathy, I guess. I guess, yeah. I guess, nah. I don't know. But continues by saying, but anger, fear, excitement, laughter, and outrage—these drive us to spread. And then another quote is by Chris Hedges. I have a friend named. Oh no, I won't disclose his name. I don't want to get sued, even though he probably will never listen to this podcast. I don't think anybody has, but let's <laughs> continue. Chris Hedges. He says, "In an age of images and entertainment, in an age of instant emotional gratification, we neither seek nor want honesty or reality. Reality is complicated. Reality is boring. We are incapable or unwilling to handle its confusion." Which is true, you know. I guess reality. Some people just don't like reality. That's why they do escapism, and I meant entertainment. Now it's very good. You know, we got all these successful streaming sites, whether it's Netflix, Hulu, Disney, Amazon Prime, video games. That's the thing about entertainment. You know, today and age, we're lucky to have something. It's too much. It's too much abundance. Paradox of choice, ladies and gentlemen. Um. And then I guess I highlighted. But I didn't highlight the tactic three, two, or one. So that's a huge mistake. But it says tactic four: help them trick their readers. The key is to get the whole story into the headline, but leave out enough so that people will want to click it. I think that's true. You know, a lot of people these days just read headlines. Like、uh, I have a close friend from my neighborhood,、uh, from my childhood, and he'll be like going on tangents, tirades, and all these rants. And then I'll find out like the most research he did was a quick Google search and clicked on the first article 
and then read the headline, you know? That's the extent of his journalism, investigation skills. But he used to be he used to be very good, top of the line bullshitter. Um but you know, now you could Google and pretty much be like, yo, bro, you're lying. Um so next we have highlighted Nick Denton knows that being invasive and misleading is one of the best ways to get traffic and increase the bottom line. Who's Nick Dayton? As I said, I read this book a long time ago. Actually, a few. And Nick Denton is a British... Oh, he's the guy by Gawker. Yeah, that makes sense. Damn, that guy's 53 years old. So that guy's like only 43 years younger than Henry Kissinger. <laughs> I mean, that's still a lie. That's like almost double his age. Nick Denton. Damn, I should have knew he was like, uh, he was a uh, gawker. But he created like Lifehacker, Kodaku, Gizmo. So he's probably doing well. There's another book by Ryan Holiday that does conspiracy, so it makes sense that you would implement, implant this guy's name in one of his books. Cross promotions. So next bullet point, we got some analysis shows a good question brings twice the response of an empathetic ex explanation point. So good question brings twice the response. Rhetorical questions. I guess they have an example that I highlighted. For example, movie reviews, in-depth tutorials, technical analysis, and recipes are typically popular with the initial audience and occasionally appears on the most emailed list, but they tend not to draw significant amounts of traffic from other sites. They are practical utility. So here we go into social media. Social media isn't a set of tools to allow humans to communicate with humans. It is a set of embedded mechanism. Mechanism? I don't know how to say it. Jeez Louise! To allow technology to use humans to communicate with each other is an orgy of self-organizing. That's a crazy expression. Orgy of self-organizing. O-R-G-Y is orgy, right? <laughs> the Matrix had it wrong. You're not the battery power in the global human enslaving AI. You are slightly more valuable. You are part of the switching circuitry. What's infamy matter if you can keep your fortune? I think that's true, you know? If you keep your fortune, but you have infamy, I think that's double, you know? Boom, boom. Because usually you use your... You lose your fortune, but however, you're still famous. Now, if you're really good, you use that fame as brand and get more money. I don't know. I have no no person to say anecdotally what I just said is true. <laughs> uh, so the next point we got is sell them something they can sell. To be in the news, make news. Um... I guess, yeah, this is 100% true. We newspaper people thrive best on the calamities of others. Now, I shouldn't say that's 100% true because I don't know. But, my observation, that's 100% true. But, you never know. So, I guess back in the day, there was a thing called Modern Stable Press. And that was actually based off subscriptions. Which I think is making a turn. Because, um, you know, everybody has Patreon, uh, PayPal... 
other subscription. Oh, OnlyFans. <laughs> um, is there any other ones? I don't know. I felt, I felt like there were a bunch of other ones, but I guess not. I guess you could set up your own. Uh, is that a beep? Oh, 12 minutes. That's it. I've only read 12 minutes. <sighs> so I guess uh, the next point I, I highlighted was decency meant dollars. So I guess if you take in consideration of being decent, meant that you were giving up possible dollars, ad review and such. Each generation of media has a different... Ooh, I don't know if I'm going to say that. Nope. Uh, we'll screw that one. The death of subscription. Rebirth of media manipulation. The filter bubble. Each article sends the most forward list or dies in ignorance. In, in, wow. Holy moly. This is why I don't like podcasts. Because I have to like, pronounce these words. Ignoramnius. Death on its own. The attention economy is ripping the binding and the pages get read are the pages that are frequently the most topical, scandalous, and viral. There's a something called a chart beat. Let's let's see what a chart beat is. It shows you how many people are reading a specific article in any given moment and how long they spent on the article. These are called engagement time. We have a giant flash screen on the wall that displays it. A lot of publications do. Hmm. Man, I guess that's necessary to have a chart be. Hey, look at this. I mean, honestly, you gotta wonder what article. Oh, I forget. If I find this in my notes, I remember reading something about like how maybe it was smart TVs were like engaging and watching the eye, your eye movement. Some kind of technology was was gauging your pupil dilation and how long your eye movement was. Like they were tracking your eyes. It was crazy. <clears throat> okay, so we're back on that, and there are only a handful of options sensationalism, extremism, sex, scandal, and hatred. The media manipulator knows the blogger knows that these things sell. So that's why it's, uh, you know, packaged up and sold. Be the news you want to see in the world. <laughs> wow, I wish everybody used that. I wish everybody used, like, that motto. That motto. Motto, slogan, I don't know, tagline, be the news you want to see in the world. I mean, today, age, I wish we just had a non biased news outlet. Like, what, what was that TV show? Was it Veep? Uh, no, Newsroom. Newsroom. Yeah, it was called Newsroom, right? Uh, so, Tactic 6. So, somehow, we didn't highlight Tactic, tactic 5. But we're on Tactic 6. 6. Ooh, ooh, hello. That's an arrow. Make it all about the headline. Kill him with the page view kindness. Yeah. Warnock's dilemma. What is Warnock's dilemma? I mean, I feel like I'm not doing the best job with highlighting stuff. Um. So, let's talk about the Warnock's dilemma. Named by and after Brian Warnock is the problem of interpreting the lack of response to a posting in a vertical community. Oh, yeah, that's right. This is definitely what we're going to have on this podcast right here. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> there'll be no responses. Actually, there might. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe I should put the Warnock dilemma on top. No, that makes... That's probably just definitely false. Uh, okay, well, that's good to know. 
So the post is correct. Well written. The needs no follow up commentary. There's nothing more to say except yeah, what he said. The post is complete utter nonsense. No one wants to waste energy or bandwidth to even this out. No one read the post for whatever reason. No one understood the post, but no one will ask for clarification for whatever reason. No one cares about the post for whatever reason. Oh. Well, I guess that is the one next to level. Oh, well. Well, well, well. Let's hope we don't jinx our chances now. Use the technology against itself. So I guess there's another book. Um, Tactic 9. Wow, we skipped three. Okay, just make stuff up. Everyone else is doing it. I feel like that happens a lot. Uh, okay, I don't know why this is highlighted yellow, but this is definitely supposed to be blue. It's a paradox of modern life. Journalism, bloggers are not magicians, but you consider material. They gotta work with and the final product they crank out day in day out you must give them some credit ship becomes sugar if there's one special skill is that journalists can claim it is the ability to find the angle of the story that is the news has ever chosen over entertainment in the fight for the tension is a testament to their skills high profile bloggers rightly take pride in the ability this pride and this pressure are what the media manipulators use against them pride goeth before the fall no matter how dull Mundane or a complex topic, maybe. A good reporter must find the angle. Bloggers descend from journalism. Journalists, whoop, <laughs> have to take it into the entirely new level. They need you to find not only the angle, but the click drive headline, an eye catching image, generate the comments and links, and in some cases, squeeze in some snark. They have to do it a dozen times a day without the help of an editor. They can smell the angle of a story like a shark smells blood in the water. Because the better the angle, the more the blogger gets paid. Technology and big data. I guess it continues, but I didn't highlight the rest, so. <laughs> do the research for them. Always wrong, never in doubt. The Daily Show and me and the perfect storm of how toxic blogging can be, how blogs create their own narratives, fun and profit, a pattern of manipulation, how one side learns from the other. Concern trolling. Mm, concern trolling. Let's look into this. <coughs> concern trolling, acting like you're upset and offended in order to exploit the ethics and empathy of your opponents. Holy moly, it's only 18 minutes. <laughs> I don't know how people do this for like an hour or three hours. That's crazy. <clears throat> there are others, manipulators of Hall of Fame, beating them at their own game. Slacktivism is not activism, resenting the time and mindset of the online media. Thumbnail cheating, selling you to the highest bidder. Talked. Talk fitness is afraid of the silence which reveals its emptiness. Kierkegaard, which is a philosopher, I believe. CNN effect. Yeah, I just like. I feel like this is a huge problem. Oh! No, here it is. CNN effect. Just passing this along when no one owns what they say. Is that CNN effect? Oh, okay. Cool, here we go. 
CNN Fact is a phenomenal in political science and media study which states that CNN uses of the shocking images of humanitarian crises around the world compels the U.S. policymakers to intervene in humanitarian situations they may not otherwise have an interest in. That is according to Wikipedia. Alright, so just that so what I just said after that, I guess that is not the definition of the book. Delegation of trust. If the outlet is legitimate, the stories it breaks are Huh. I feel like that was that cliffhanger there? <laughs> if the story is legitimate, the facts inside are it can be assumed if the subject Oh the delegation of trust. Oh, okay, that makes sense. It can be assumed that if the subject of the story is legitimate, then what the people are saying about it is probably, probably is too. Link economy. Uh, the breaking news excuse technique. Journalism, process journalism, beta journalism. Arthur Schopenhauer. That's definitely not his name. Called newspapers the second hand of history. Oh, wow. Whatever you say his name. Okay. Yeah, I feel like. Ooh, anonymous whisper campaign. The implicit shakedown. Afghan warlords have a name for the strategy Gagaban, which means demand protection from a threat that you created. And the word that I tried to pronounce was G H A B B A N. So I most likely mispronounced that, 100%. Um, a culture of fear, the Russian tactic of chromo... No, definitely mispronounced this. Compromat? <laughs> Compromat. K-O-M-P-R-O-M-A-T. Release? Releasing controversial information about public figure. Uh, the hype comes from the threat of hate. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Oh, wow, look at this fancy board. Disinfortization. D-E-Z-I-N-F-O-R-M-A-T-S-I-Y-A. Essential dis disinformation via trolling. Oh, I did hear about this. I'm surprised I didn't remember this. Astroturfing, using fake accounts or supporters to create what appears to be your real opinion around the internet. The other, the other definition I heard about astroturfing is like fabricating like a grassroots movement. So, like uh, taking up all the websites, blogs, Facebook groups, and like a legitimate organization tries to set these things up, as in kind of making like organizations quote unquote that aren't legitimate and it's like a grassroots you know individuals taking on a life of its own i think everybody knows what shit posting is but whatever you see i'm like kind of a, a conversation something interrupted post seems like a ninja person <laughs> ranting about this issue or that issue huh. Uh, so, uh, about the Facebook wars. Facebook warriors at it again. A lie makes it way across lots, while the truth has to go around by the dirt road. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't even know why I highlighted this information. Overlays, busyness, speed, and emotional all exaggerate this phenomenon. Oh, which is cognitive. No, I don't even know what the phenomenon. I'm so bad at taking notes. Holy moly! Oh, I like this quote. That's not really a quote, but he noted, as Gerald Cromer once noted, that the decline of public executioning coincided almost exactly with the rise of the mass newspaper. That's crazy. Hardcore history has like a crazy one. I think it's, I think it's called like Prophets of Doom. It's a great podcast, and they go into like torture as well. Here's a few others back in the day. I don't know offhand what they were called, what the podcast was styled, but the Prophets of Doom was really good because they they went he went into the whole. I don't mind listening to tonight, honestly. It's long though; it's like four hours long. It's crazy, crazy times they used to live. Oh, here's a quote from Oscar Wilde. Said it best. In the old days, men had the rack. Now they have the press. You have online lynch mobs, social media sh- shaming smear campaigns, snark, cyberbullying, distributed denial of service attempts. Oh, do DD. Oh, DDoS. Uh, internet meltdowns, anonymous tipsters, blog wars, trolls, trial by comment section. Uh, I like. DDoS. Let's look into that. Despicable personal attack. The decoration of ceremony, acts of ritual destruction, degrading ceremonies. So as not one of us, everything about them is torn down and rewritten. The wild beast resumes its way within us. <sighs> so I guess there's a book, if you're interested in this public shaming stuff. John Ronson. I remember there was this one time uh, so I, I worked at uh, I worked at a startup in Vegas for a bit, and uh, I guess we had a sink near the like near our eating room. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. But someone poured rice and chicken in the sink, and basically slacked it in like the main channel. I was like, who did this? And like they were outraged because I guess the sink was dirty. I mean, honestly, it's a place of work. We shouldn't really be putting. You should have dumped that in a garbage can, but it was so funny. And one of the co-workers I really liked put it in the chat right after. Uh, the shame shame meme. That was crazy. That was so funny. And we were like, oh, shit. Because like, uh, the lady who was saying it was like high up. I don't know. I think she was HR. No, we didn't really have HR department. I don't know. She was definitely up there. I definitely did not type anything. Alright, we're almost done with this. William, William Williams embellishes his story or has a generous memory. There's no grievance. This is a fit object of redress by mob law, especially something dumb someone said or did when they were a kid. Oh my. Snark. Oh, we find out. Snark, it's mean, it's personal, and it's ruining our conversation. Snark attempts to steal someone's mojo, erase her cool, annihilate her effectiveness with the nasty, insidious, rug-pulling, teasing insult, which makes reference to some general, undisturbed, shared prejudice or distaste. Like, just make fun of someone until they can't take ser- they can't be taken seriously anymore. That's the ethos of what much of today's media. I guess that's 100% true still to the today. Snark is a style of choice because it's click-friendly, cheap, and fast. The snark is the purest form, just preposterous, self-righteous, full of shit. 
You're a fool and everyone thinks so. It's the ultimate insult. No, snap. Yeah, definitely is. Because he's, uh, you know, who doesn't mind a snark or a mockery? Who likes it? The answer is obvious. People with nothing to lose. Ah, uh, they have no reputation to ruin on. Only no notoriety to gain. The cause of scandal hysteria. We do this to our fame balls, our viral video stars, and our favorite new companies. There's like some more, but guide to pseudo events in America. Uh, that's one I like, Daniel Borston. Uh, okay, so Robert E. Park, the first sociologist to ever study newspapers for the news, is all he said. For the news is always finally. He wrote, what Charles A. Dano described it to be something that will make people talk. Nick Denton from Gogger told his writers the same thing nearly 100 years later. The job of the journalism is to surprise. News is only news if it's departed from routine of daily life. This creates a construct reality. All that happens, all that's known by media, all that's newsworthy, all that published has news, all that spreads, informing us. The internet is the technologist called an experienced technology. The more it is used, the more trust users have in it. The longer a user engage with it, the more comfortable they get and more believe in the world it creates as we come immersed in our blogs, our embracing the fake campaign surrogates that is naked shields for certain politicians. Uh, from the faith. The process is simple. Creating a pseudo event traded up the line, elicit real response action, and you have altered reality itself. Oh, I guess that's by Walter Lippmann. Yeah, I did such a bad job of taking notes. Yeah, so we got 20 seconds. Conclusion where from here, narrator? Uh, here's, here's, you know, a quote to end it on. One cannot feel more helpless than a place and time when slander settles everything. Well, that's not a good quote to leave it on.